I can tell you one thing. Technology is the single most important aspect of every business that has successfully scaled. It's time for that real estate tech guy. It's your weekly chance to explore how technology can help your real estate business explode. Each week, you'll hear from real estate investors who have been there and done that and find out their favorite technology tips. Listen in as Jordan speaks with tech companies and learns about new technologies and new ideas that will help you scale your business. And now, join your host, Jordan Samuel Fleming, CEO of Smartphone, for this week's episode. Hey everybody, it's Jordan Samuel Fleming with another episode of That Real Estate Tech Guy. And I am delighted to welcome into the co-pilot chair today, Bobby Suarez from SellTheBobby.com. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us in the podcast. Uh, can you just give a little yeah. introduction to yourself and the business? Yeah, so I'm a wholesaler, fix and flipper based out of Miami, Florida. Um, we do deals pretty much from Orlando all the way down to Homestead, which is right before where the Florida Keys start. Fantastic. Fantastic. And um, so, I, I mean, you and I have never met before. This is our first, uh, our first time meeting, which is, which is great. I know, I know you through uh, Darren uh, Dami, who is on the uh, podcast. He's kicking off season two, actually, which you're going to be in season two as well. Um, so just to get started, since, uh, since we're just meeting, can you give me a little sense, obviously, fix and flip, um, what type of sort of what's been your journey, you know, kind of since you started out, how's that gone? Just to give a bit of background to, to the business itself. Yep. So I got into real estate about 20 years ago in the mortgage industry and uh, in about like, it was like 2001. I did that till the market crash and uh, I lost it all. Went bankrupt, had to go get a regular job. And in 2011, I got back into the industry working for a company that represented hedge funds. And they were, in essence, the pioneers that would buy single-family rentals for hedge funds. So we were like the acquisitions department for the hedge funds. And I got started working there in the acquisitions department. I learned how to underwrite deals, how to analyze deals, and did that for a few years. We represented a bunch of the big companies. Um, and in 2014, I started on my own. And uh, we had a fix and flip operation. Then I figured out what wholesaling was. We were getting deals off the MLS. Then I found out that you could market to sellers directly. And and here we are. Now we're, we're pretty much, we're, we're doing tons of marketing. We're heavy on TV, PPC. And, uh, and yeah, like I said, here we are now. That's fantastic. I, and, you know, also just the... Uh, you know, the from market crashing, world collide, you know, kind of uh, crashing down there to uh, being successful now here, so successful uh, just a few years later is its own story that's worth talking about. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, as you say, fix and flip and sort of wholesaling, um, as you've gotten, as you've been doing it over the years, and you started investing in these different technology, uh, the, these different uh, kind of lead generation uh, bits from TV and and PPC and all those. Um, what has been you know? How have you been able to scale that aspect up and deal with a kind of increased volume of leads? What what has been your way of dealing with that? So most important part, I believe, is having a good CRM um, that that we understand. So right now we're using Left Main, which is inside Salesforce. Um, it's great easy to use 
user friendly, um, and I, that's definitely helped us scale our business and and keep track of all our leads that are that are coming in for sure. And in terms of, I'd like to just kind of dive into that a bit because obviously I know Left Main very well, friend of the show. They've been on uh, in season one, and and Stephanie and her team are fin- you know, just fantastic people. Uh, in terms of. Uh, inside of the left main ecosystem, obviously it's built inside of Salesforce. People look mm-hmm. at Salesforce as this big behemoth of a of a system uh, that can be a little uh, potentially daunting. Um, I, but inside of left main, what are the kind of key bits that are really helpful for you guys as a team to make sure that everything stays together and and you know where everything is? Well, the good thing about Left Main is that they provided training when we transitioned over to them uh, when we had Podio. Um, so honestly, I'm not very on the on the techie side. I had my COO handle the the entire transition. But um, the good thing is with them, they they provided training, so they taught us how to use it. They taught us how to you know the evolution of the lead inside Salesforce inside Left Main. Um, and um, yeah, I mean it's. Like I said, I'm not I'm not really on the techie side. That could be a question for my CEO, but I, I know that they trained us initially, and I'm not really too involved on the on the day to day stuff inside Salesforce right now. But I, I know it definitely works a lot better than when we had Podio for sure. Fantastic, and and actually, I think just even the fact that you've got someone like your COO who is driving that thing that stuff forward. It kind of speaks volumes as to when you scale a business and you have to drive these elements in, you know, the fact that you've got someone in place to do that and to kind of put the pedal down for that is in itself kind of telling from my point of view. Oh, yeah. Totally and agree. Um, how many people, if, if I can ask, how many people are in your organization now? Right now we have a team of 14 people. Wow. Okay. So that's a, like I say, that's a significant operation to be able to, to keep all of those balls uh, contained. Um, and, you know, obviously your CEO does some more technical elements of this, but in terms of uh, sort of making some decisions around maybe the advertising, the channels you've gone for lead generation, because that's something that people are often worried about investing in, right? Particularly <clears throat> if you're, if you're getting going, um, how have you found kind of uh, expanding your lead generation channels and and have you found any uh, have you kind of found any trial and error or you have you been guided in in a way for all of them so in regards to lead channels we used to do a lot of outbound uh, lead uh, we used to do a lot of outbound uh, marketing uh, like SMS cold calling and I just found that it was it was a headache to, to handle those leads. They're like kind of like low quality leads. So I, I wanted to kind of like go after like the Rolls Royce quality leads. And that's why we switched over to inbound marketing uh, type leads like TV. So now what we did is we cut off a lot of the outbound. We don't do any more outbound. We only do TV and PPC and we keep it very simple. I want my acquisition reps uh, working on top quality stuff. And if it's not, you know, then we pass it back to our, our lead managers. And uh, our conversion rate has increased. Even though the leads are more expensive, we're definitely making more money and we're, we're, more, uh, we're more profitable now. 
Absolutely, and and that's a great point you make as well about um, about if people are coming to you because they've seen something and they're reaching out to you, the chances of them being a much more higher quality lead than a list you buy is pretty, pretty high. And so even though you may be spending more per lead, in general, if you're gonna be converting a lot more, your percentage is higher and you're not spending a lot of money on the crap bottom end, you're gonna be working out a lot better anyway. 100%. 100%. I used to, my acquisition agents would get super frustrated when they would get a bunch of these cold calling leads and they would have to go through hundreds of leads to try to get one contract. And now we're converting one out of every 14 leads into a contract. So it's a, it's a totally different animal for sure. That That's a completely different ball game, really. And, and in terms of, I mean... When you are uh, when you're starting to obviously one of the most important things if you're investing in this kind of inbound lead in, in if you're investing in these kind of channels that should be bringing them to you then making sure you're quickly dealing with anyone who does contact you has to be at the top of your your concern do you have a certain like do you have a training or rules that you follow in house to make sure that the connecting to leads that that come to you is dealt with uh, efficiently? We definitely do. Um, so we use um, call rail, all our, all our different marketing, uh, we, we use different uh, tracking phone numbers through callrail.com. Um, so when they call in, we have lead managers that work seven days a week around the clock. And their job is to try to answer every lead live. And if for any reason they can't, they gotta call right back and get that lead immediately. And let's say they went to our website and they submitted a web lead, then I, you know, we try to get back to them within five minutes of them submitting the web lead um, and, and try to get that client on the phone and schedule an appointment immediately while they're hot, for sure. Absolutely. And, and I mean, comparatively, you know, the, my view, and you can correct me, by the way, but I've always felt like if someone's reaching out to you, um, the chances are, particularly if they're in any sort of distress, right? If they're in debt or they've had a problem, they're probably reaching out and to, they're potentially reaching out to a number of people. They're looking for help and they're kind of bashing the help button. And if you're not, if you're not on the phone with them immediately, if you're not being the, the voice of help, someone else is going to be right. 100%. So especially with PPC leads. When they're searching on Google and they put, you know, I got to sell my house fast in Miami, for example, they're, they're sending their information to eight different websites. So you're kind of like on a race against time. The first person that calls them and gets a hold of them, odds are those are the people that are going to do business with that client. So it's super important speed at that moment. Now, with, with TV, it's, it, you know, it's a little different with TV. Um, what I like about TV is the credibility piece that comes with TV. Um, so when they see you on TV, they automatically see you as a, as a credible company and, um, they want to do business with you regardless, even if they've been reaching out, you know, and talking to other companies, even if somebody else offered them higher prices or uh, higher offers, they want to go put that company on TV because they're more, you know, they're more credible. So, uh, that's why lately we, you know, we've been going a lot, uh, deeper into our TV, uh, marketing for sure. 
I was actually really surprised when I spoke to Darren, who's a mutual acquaintance of ours. Um, yeah. You know, I was surprised at how cost effective television mm -hmm. actually can be. I mean, of, you know, of course, of course, it's going to cost more than printing up, you know, a, a thousand postcards or something. But, yeah. but, you know, I think sometimes the perception of some of those marketing channels is, oh, I can't afford that. And the truth is, if you're getting a good return and a good conversion rate, you can probably afford it pretty quickly. Is that been, were you surprised that it was as, as um, effective for you? So definitely to start off with TV, you need a big bankroll for sure. I'm not going to lie. Um, like right now we're spending almost two, you know, $200,000 on TV a month. I'm in a big you know, market down here in South Florida. And not only that, to do it effectively, you need a, a good team. So if you have a small team and you can't handle the leads and, and the inflow, you know, might as well not do it, you know. So you definitely got to have a good team built that could handle the leads and that are good quality people. And, uh, and I, de I definitely think you got to have, you know, six months of marketing set aside uh, to get started on TV because it is expensive, you know, depending on what market you're in uh, to bankroll the marketing, you know, and you got to have money just in case you don't get any deals the first few months, which it could happen. Absolutely. Um, and then your, you know, I mean, uh, your, your point is really valid as well. You know, I think it's critical whenever you're doing, you know, uh, this kind of uh, lead generation activity uh, to reinforce once again, the idea that if you don't have that team to catch the leads and work on them effectively, then you you're you know you are going to be wasting a lot of money because you got to be able to handle them. You got to have a team in place to do that. Um, do you, uh, in terms of like what you know, in terms of the transparency? I know you don't get a hugely involved in your CRM, the the nuts and bolts of it. But as a business owner, as someone who cares a lot about the growth of your company, um, how does having left main in place give you you know the information? Um, needed to make decisions around marketing. So what I love about left main is has, you know, it's reports that you could pull easily and it has dashboards that we created. So I created kind of like a CEO or like a sales manager dashboard that I could just look on and actually you could even get it emailed directly to you. Um, so that's what I did. I get it emailed to me every morning and I look at it. I see how many leads we have for the week, uh, different KPIs that we track. And uh, that way I have a, you know, good fingers on the pulse to know what's going on uh, in my business for sure. Uh, so definitely the dashboards of reporting, uh, super useful. Very, like I said, it's very user friendly. Very, yeah. And, and gives you as the owner and your top team, the kind of the information you need to make the decisions, the big decisions around marketing spend or, or, or whether you need to in fact tool up your team a little more 100 percent, yes um let, let me ask you i know you don't do any cold call or you don't you you got rid of that kind of um the outbound lead gen stuff and that that that's instructive in itself but one question i always am, am keen to understand um because inbound still involves people talking to people right yes. inbound leads you're, you're still in a sales process you need a team there to catch them and to work them um, how do you, 
uh, as someone who's grown a, a, a very respectable sized team, how do you uh, maintain quality across the different people in your team? How do you, um, you know, do you use, for instance, call rail or, or call recordings to make sure that quality is maintained over time? We do. So when, when the incoming calls come in, they're, they're recorded on, on call rail, but every, we have a, uh, a phone system that's, uh, integrated into Salesforce and it's, uh, Ring Central, I believe. And, uh, I know a lot of our calls or the, you know, all our calls are recorded and we go back and we listen to them, um, to definitely to train our, our staff to make sure that they're handling calls properly or our managers are able to do it for sure. Yeah, so you're able, your managers are able to sort of um, spot check and and keep the, the keep the team in, uh, on track and adjust as as may be needed. Correct. Yes, one hundred percent. Fantastic. Uh, and and just a, a sort of final kind of area that I'm always you know keen to understand. You know, as you look um, uh, as you look ahead at the next kind of year of your growth and. And, and you start to, you know, as you're, you're obviously the, you know, a visionary for your company, you, 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 you've got, got a desire to, uh, to grow the company as, how you want. As you look mm-hmm. ahead, um, do you, you know, do you and your COO, for instance, have any conversations about ways you want to maybe um, utilize different elements of technology or, or like, is there a, strat- a strategy in place for your company or do you find that it's more of a reactive to what happens? So we do have a plan to make our CRM better, um, automate more things that we haven't automated yet, you know, cause left main it comes and it's kind of like a, here's an out of a box CRM, but you still got to custom make it to your to your business. Everybody's wholesale and fix and flip business is a little bit different. So we want to maybe tailor it a little bit more to us, automate certain things. So we are definitely um, going to hire a developer that's going to help us uh, set that up. I mean, we've done already some stuff in the past, but we definitely want to continue making changes to make it better for sure. Fantastic. And, and I mean, you're, you know, for me, whenever I kind of give people an insight into the the technologies they, they may want to use, um, you know, in their business, the CRM I always try and position as a real day as a real hub of your business, right? Like this is where the center point is. This is where everything shoots off of and everything can, brings into. So, um, in terms of your, uh, in terms of automation, when you think of automation. Um, one area that people talk about a lot are follow-up uh, cadences. You know, we've got a lead, we're working. Technology can really assist with that. Is that something you've done already or is that something you're going to be kind of working on and developing? Um, I'm a little bit old school when it comes to those follow-up sequences. I know we, that Left Main has them, but I like a live person following up on our leads, uh, especially since they're high-quality leads. Um, a lot, I know a lot of sellers get texts and, and, you know, automated stuff. So I, I kind of want to stand out and be different. And that's why I feel that we're successful. So when it comes to following up, we have live people following up on our leads for sure. A real personal touch. Yes. Yeah. And 
just do you think that the decision to do that I, I, I'm very interested in that because um, you know obviously you know you say old school but I also I don't think of it as old school so much as I see it as high quality leads need high quality follow-ups um, did your theory on that change when you started investing into the into the lead generation 100% once we changed the inbound marketing um, I, I wanted to nurture those leads differently. So definitely I, I'm, I'm investing a lot more money. Like we don't have any virtual employees like we used to have when we were doing a lot of outbound marketing. Everybody is in-house, um, you know, so I, I definitely want to make sure the leads are being handled properly. Um, like I, for example, I get texts all the time from, you know, from different investors wanting to buy my rentals or whatnot. So I want to stand out. I will see what other people are doing and I try to do something different for sure. Yeah. When the world zigs, you zag, right? So, uh, uh, oh, yeah. that's the, that, that's a, that's a good marketing principle. And, and I actually agree with you very much on the, uh, there are times when you get like, I, I, I get people reach out on LinkedIn to me, you know, the moment you put CEO in the title on LinkedIn, it's like 4 million people decide that I can't live without their service. And, the, the I, and I have responded positively to a couple people who came to me in a way that was considered as opposed to the 98% of people who are just being like, you know, sending me every three days the next drip. That doesn't interest me. Yeah. And you can yeah, tell their bot system, like their bots are really sending you the message. So, you know, it's not them for sure. That's the, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And, and I think this is a really nice, um, different perspective sometimes on the technology, um, element because I think people assume, and I certainly talk to people all the time about this notion of, of, um, automation and, you know, and using CRMs and all of these to do drip sequence and all that. And there's validity to it. There's no question there's validity to it. But I love that you're bringing a slightly different perspective to this saying, you know, yeah, there's maybe validity to it. But actually, you know, there's also validity in the human touch and making people feel like they're valued, that maybe technology is just not going to help you except to give you a reminder to do it. And that's why we use the task inside a... Uh... Salesforce for sure. So that the, the agent then knows follow up. Correct. Fantastic. Interesting. I was going to ask you what other uh, softwares do other investors use uh, that you've been hearing a lot about? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, um, well, I've been very privileged to have on this show already. Um, uh, you know, obviously I've had, you know, Bob Lachance and, uh, oh, yeah. I think you probably know Larry Goins and, and you, you, there's quite a few people that I think are probably mutual connections of yours and I, mine. Um, yes. now I built Larry's system. So I, I, uh, I, I'm not gonna, back in the day, I'm not gonna, uh, pretend like I don't have it. But, um, obviously, you know, CRMs, uh, you know, we we uh, we hear real flow, left main, uh, investor fuse, podio, and the different podio versions there are out there. Uh, you know, uh, REI Sift uh, and a couple others. Uh, I hear from people all the time. Um, I'm biased, of course, because I'm the CEO of Smartphone, 
So yes. obviously that's a system that people use as well. Um, but uh, then, of course, you know, we've got some great calling options out there with call tools and and uh, and uh, ready mode. Um, some of the biggest things I've been hearing lately is a focus on data for people who are still um, who are doing cold calling or are looking to expand their buyers lists. Um, I've seen a lot of traction towards companies like Audantic, 8020REI, where they are using data science to drill down into better data opportunities. That's probably the biggest trend I've been seeing in the last little while, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with you. We actually use Audantic also. Uh, we buy data from them to to help build our buyers list. They have a product called uh, Buyer Sonar, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it well, it, it that's a really big part I think of the conversation over the last four months. I've been like, it feels like there's been a real swell towards, you know, where I think it's partly because when the, everything tightens up, you got to be smart, and what you know, and I think Audantic eighty twenty these guys are smart and they're bringing their real estate knowledge into a, the data in a way that nobody else has ever done before. Uh, and I feel like that's a powerful part of, of the conversation right now. Completely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, how I'll, be, I'll be fascinated. Adam, but, but everything is like super accurate <laughs> that they have in their systems. It's incredible. Yeah. We're, we're going to be integrating uh, smartphone with 8020 and Audantic and town square uh, in Q1 next year to give people the ability to, to, to bring data in and call them and text them a little quicker. Uh, and I chose those companies because I think they're great. We actually used to use uh, your company smartphone when we had Podio years ago, when I first got started, by the way. Oh, great, great product. So, Well, we're in Salesforce too. Um. Right. I heard <laughs> somebody mentioned that they were using smartphone yeah. with uh, Salesforce. So I'm going to look into that. Uh, just, just shoot me a line. Uh, I can get you get you at it. But yeah, we work very closely with Stephanie and their team, uh, and we work with them every month to make sure that we're building, uh, you know, the functionality even better. But uh, they're a great okay. CRM, and they've got a great team. Okay, I'm gonna definitely look into it. I'm gonna get with my CEO on it for sure. Happy to help. Just reach out to me personally. I'll help in any way I can. Uh, Bobby, it was a, first of all, a pleasure to meet you. I've heard about you so much. Uh, and it was an absolute pleasure to finally get a chance to meet you. And I appreciate you coming on so much um, and giving us some insight. Could you just tell everybody how they can find you um, so that if they want to reach out, uh, they, they can find you? They could reach out to me through social media on Facebook, Bobby Suarez, um, Instagram. It's Bobby Suarez, R-E-I, and it's uh, Suar 